You're listening to the Premier Podcast Network. This is the Mind of the Meanie. Here are your hosts, the Blue Meanie and Adam Barnard. Peace, world, and welcome to the Mind of the Meanie, a weekly peek into the world according to former WWE superstar and ECW original, the Blue Meanie. We'll cover wrestling, music, movies, sports, and lots and lots of useless knowledge all contained in the Mind of the Meanie. I'm your tour guide, Adam Bernard, and he is the Blue Meanie. Meanie, what's on your mind? Oh, man. What a fucking day. Just start it. <laughs> it's overcast. It's fucking bleh. Yeah. But I'm all right. I got a uh, got a new haircut. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling confident. You know, I went to a, a barber shop like a big boy for the first time in like 15 years. Normally, uh, Mrs. Meanie cuts my hair, but uh, she's like, uh, like cutting my hair gives her anxiety because she's afraid to. She's like, I want to be the one that you know fucks up the blue Meanie's hair. You know, so she's like. Maybe she goes see a barber. I'm like, all right. <laughs> hey. No problem. If uh, you feel that way. So uh went to a, uh, like, uh, Dougie McCusker from McCusker's. Is, it was putting over at his barber shop. So I was like, oh, what, 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 what was her name? Uh, I hit up Doug on the uh, the, the old text machine. I was like, hey, uh, what, what's the name of that barbershop? He goes, oh, it's uh, Bud's Barbershop. I was like, all right, cool. So I followed him, <clears throat> set up an appointment, went down and uh, got my hair cut. And uh, it was pretty cool. Pretty yeah. cool. First time in like 15. I used to go to this place on South Street, and it was, it was okay. But it was like, roll the dice. Mm-hmm. But I got the... Uh, Went to Bud's Barbershop on 16th and Rentner, and uh, it's pretty cool that the owner, Bud, cut my hair, so, you know. Nice. Yeah, so, you know. But, uh, yeah, I like it. It looks sharp, man. It, it looks, they really, he really did a nice job, and if you want to see his hair, you can go right now to patreon.com slash mind of the meaning, sign up today, and join us uh, in the pod squad. Uh, tier starting at just $10, but really, he did a nice job, man. That's uh, nice and tight and cut around. I like the the... Pull at the top there. Yeah. Woof. Looking good, pal. Nice work, yeah, man. I don't, I, don't, I don't know what to do with myself. <laughs> Walking around like a regular Rico Suave here. Yay. There's things I could do, but yeah. <laughs> no, man. Um, we are. Yeah. How are you, sir? Me? I'm good, man. I'm doing well. I'm also fresh to death today, uh, thanks to Ryan Kane yeah. at the 10th Ward Barbershop. We were just out in Pittsburgh last weekend. Gave me a nice cut you up here. Yeah, we still have a lot of friends out there and stuff. We had, you know, we were there for about a year. And so we try to get out there like twice a year to go visit, visit some friends. And um, nice. typically I'll go out and hang out with, with Kane and Jordan at the, the barbershop for a little bit, too. So I uh, he whenever I'm out there, he typically is like whatever. I give him a couple weeks heads up, you know, like, hey, we're going to be there. And, um, you know, he graciously always moves his schedule around to, to fit me in, which is really cool. So. Uh, nice. Yeah, he got me all nice and straightened up because I fuck my beard line up. It doesn't matter what I do. Um, all my beard is always underneath here and always here. It's always janky, so uh, I always get it all fucked up. So he gets me all cleaned up and nice, and yeah, I'm good, man. I'm uh, I'm tired. I went to a Halloween party last night for the first time in eleven years. 
Um, <laughs> Courtney and I, Mrs. Goober, rather, we uh, we we typically don't get a lot of time to go out. As you know, I have an entire offensive line of children. Yes. And so we don't have a lot of, uh, you know, uh, not going into any personal things, but we don't have a lot of uh, uh, supports. We have a big support system. So uh, timeout is very limited. And uh, across the street, our neighbors threw a big Halloween party. And we were like, well, fuck it. Let's go. We had a sitter. Like, let's let's just go and enjoy ourselves. And I thought we were only going to be there for a couple of hours, like maybe like two hours because it's like, oh, the baby, you know, this and the other. We were there until uh, 1130, 12 o'clock. And um, I was like, okay. that that's very late for me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm usually in bed by like nine thirty, um, and uh, okay, <laughs> so uh, yeah, we went as uh, Gomez and Morticia Adams, which was a lot of fun. <laughs> and um, there's a picture on my Instagram right now. You can go take a look at it uh, for those who are listening. And um, we uh, we had a great time. I played flip cup again, so I felt like I was in college. Um, it was uh, it was a good time though, man. We had fun. Um, it was just it was it's weird being like. Going to parties and seeing how other people live, <laughs> we're like stuck in the house, you know. But all these kids are like, "Oh shit, we didn't even don't even do these things anymore." But no, it was fun, man. It was a good time. Was there uh, was there punch and pie? There was. There was multiple pies, and they had punch and jungle juice. And I am going to get a tattoo. What's that? What is, what is jungle juice? Oh, jungle juice is some kind of like. It's a really strong alcohol. I'll have to see exactly what they put into it, but it was in a big fucking glass jug, this giant thing, and uh, different fruits and stuff nice in there. Jug. Yeah, it, nice jug. Um, and uh, it's just like, it's basically just alcohol with like an orange in it, you know? And um, they had gone through one mixture of it, and then they did another one. And bro, I don't drink anymore either. So having a beer for me and playing flip cup, I'm like, okay, I need to sit down for like 10 minutes, you know? <laughs> myself situated and um fucking the people at the party were they were there's a whole bunch of them in the in the one side of the house and they were drinking basically underneath like they had a beer bong they were putting this stuff in and then they had the the faucet on the jug they were just underneath it pulling on it and they're like oh Bernard come on come on come do it I was like there's not a chance in hell I'm getting underneath that because I'll be blacked out before I get home so <laughs> no fucking way man <laughs> Gordon be grabbing you by your fucking ankles and dragging you across the fucking street drag me in her wedges across the fucking parking lot like jesus christ the fuck so yeah no it was a good time though man it was it was it was fun like we we uh, we get we we really we're grateful when we we get those opportunities to go out and like just enjoy ourselves and blow off steam and you know got, yeah. to, got to watch the game last night which uh you know wasn't great uh, uh, yeah wasn't great but we still have time phillies and phillies and six i'm still a believer um, yes. So, uh, no, it was, it was fun, man. I'm, I'm, I'm really excited about it, but what else I'm excited about here, my friend, sir, I will let you yes, know sir. is that the pod squad is here and I love the yeah. fucking pod squad. We got machete. We got Lucha in the chat. Great to Lucha. see you. Lucha. I'm machete. Machete. The Eddie Vedder. Eddie I'll never. I, I, I'm not, yeah, I don't even know what to do. No, I'm not. Going... <laughs> Good. I don't know. <laughs> There's never not an excuse to do an Eddie Vedder impression. Yeah. I, I couldn't come up with this on quick enough, so I was like, ah, my train passed. <laughs> Let's put on YSP. Oh, great. Even flow is on again. So I, yeah. it was just on three times earlier. Yes. Dude, I'm bummed. <laughs> uh, Wise piece to 
live on on uh was that the uh digital radio high def radio or whatever yeah yeah you know how like you know you have 941 mm-hmm. which is WIP now but like if you go 91 94.1-2 on the radio there's still WISP but there's oh. no DJs are playing the music and like if you had like the Odyssey app or whatever fucking app you got like YSP would be on there. Mm-hmm. But like I recently went to, I was like, yeah, let me put on YSP in. And they fucking changed it. It's, it's not YSP anymore. So I'm kind of bummed. Oh man, that sucks. Yeah. That's the shits, man. It's the shits. <laughs> what is it, Dan? This is a drizzling shit. It absolutely is, my friend. So. Hello, Vanessa. What's up, Vanessa? Yeah, no, oh, I, man. I, um, yeah, I'm not, <laughs> I don't know, man. Uh, I was, uh, I was bummed out about YSP. Um, and I was excited to find that when a couple weeks ago, we talked about the Y100 clips that we found all the way back yep. in the day, which is, I've been like kind of filtering through them and really excited to, to relive that time. But, um, speaking of exciting news, I guess we can yes. talk about this now because you posted about it on your Instagram stories and Twitter which yes. I'm not fucking calling to X Elmo. No. Um, F, F that S F F that S right in the B. Yeah. You have, oh. <laughs> he sucked your fucking asshole. Uh, uh. So I hear uh, at icons of wrestling, something exciting yeah. is happening. Yeah. Uh, you know, I do icons every, well, it's a couple times a year. So I do it multiple times a year. Uh, and you know, this drops this Monday, uh, this coming weekend at icons at the 2300 arena, uh, in South Philly, former ECW arena. Um, they're having icons, but there's, it's like a, uh, Halloween themed spooktacular and they're bringing in like guys like Kane and I think boogeyman and it's, so, and, uh, Mrs. Meany came up with a great idea. She's been wanting to do this forever. <clears throat> She's been wanting to do this forever. And, uh, she wants to, uh, well, she went and did and made a whole outfit of, uh, blue dust. Mm. So, uh, if you come to the icons convention this Saturday, 10 p 10 AM sharp at the ECW arena, 2300 arena. Uh, I'm doing a, a blue dust photo op, which is pretty cool. She, uh, Mrs. Meany went and, uh, custom made a uh, robe and, uh, looks awesome. Mm-hmm. She did, did the, made up a, a blue dust robe and, uh, she's got all the stuff to, to paint the face professionally. Uh, normally I would just, you know, when I paint my eyes, it's, I use a uh, liquid latex, liquitex. Hmm. And when I did uh, blue dust back in the day, just get the blue liquid tax and paint my face, which is okay. Mm-hmm. But it, it peels and stuff like that. You know, if you ever watch like the road wars and sting wrestle their face, they, peels. their face peels and stuff like that. But, uh, she got this stuff. Yeah. I, I don't even know what's called the same stuff. Gold dust uses, but it's like water activated mm-hmm. kind of thing. So got the face paint and all that good stuff. And, um, uh, pretty excited about it. So, uh, it's just something new to do, you know. You always try to give people, you know, different things to get excited about, and I'm excited about it. So uh, it should be a lot of fun. And she's got a outfit she's been working on for herself that I can't even 
I don't want to give away because I want I want to see the reaction of people when they see it. So <laughs> it's going to be pretty cool. Yeah. It's going to be pretty cool. Yeah. I'm, like, I'm excited, man. I saw the news. I was like, oh, shit, that's so fucking cool, man. Just resurrected blue dust. That's great. Now, yes, let me ask, let me ask you a question. When you put the the face paint on, right? Because I know you do usually have the, the black around your eyes, but even with the blue like around, is it a pain in the ass to get that on? Like, is it like, how do you, like, what's the process for that? Is it, does it hurt at all? Like, does any of that shit with, especially if it's peeling, does it get into your eyes? Like, is it nasty? Eh, it's not too bad. Mm. It's not too bad. Like you got, you have to thin that shit out with water though. Like, you, you make sure your your brushes are wet, and then you just um, you just uh, use the water to thin it out and stuff like that, and and put it on. Otherwise, it'll be just like this big thick cakey fucking paint on your face. But and it also gives it that wet look, so it, it it's, it's pretty cool. But uh, yeah, dude, I it's like I, when I came up when they came up with the idea for. Uh, the blue mini for me i just didn't know what they do what to use and stuff like that and then started asking around and then i found out you know you know the road warriors and sting and ultimate Warrior all used liquid liquid latex mm. and the brand was liquitex that they use so you know went with that and um it, it's it's it, it, it's good it's uh it's not bad it's not bad at all it, once you get it on, you, you don't even realize you have it on anymore. It's just, it is what it is. Now, while I was doing blue dust, you know, you kind of feel that because your whole face is covered and stuff like that. Well, right. I would imagine the eyes are not, it's a different sensation than like your entire face. Yeah. That must be. Yeah. Is it, is it like itchy when you're in the ring? Like, do you have, because I know that like when during the COVID, um, well, like in the initial times, Courtney and I and the kids, we painted our faces. We were so fucking bored. And I think I dressed, I put my face as Sting, right? And, um, yeah. I remember just being itchy as fuck and it was like, oh my God, I don't know if it's the product we use, but like, I can't even, I'm always curious of like what happens to pro wrestlers in the ring. Like, let's say if you like choke on spit, what happens? Do you just have to keep going? Like, you know, like, like it seems it's like a Broadway singer. Like what happens if you like swallow wrong and you choke as you're on stage? Like what happens? But, yeah. um, no, I just, it's, it's, uh, well, yeah, during the course of the match, you know, you do, your body just naturally sweats. So that's where, you know, the whole peeling and the, the paint flaking off and stuff like that. Like if you ever see Sting, like his, his face paint comes off or Road Warriors, their face paint comes off. Yeah. Like when the Ultimate Warriors wrestle Hogan, they basically at the end of the match, his whole face was just, wasn't even painted anymore, you know. Yeah. But, you know, but it's cool. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just um, this other stuff we're using uh it's not like liquid latex you have to use like soap and water to get it off so mm. should be all right yeah you know I'm, I'm excited for it though i can't wait for people to see the uh the road i didn't full i didn't do full gear um just because <laughs> the original blue dust gear was just uh fucking um was just fucking pajamas <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Looney Tune pajamas I got from fucking. There's a Looney Tune store in Center City, Philly, and went there and bought bought a adult size fucking pajamas and spray painted them blue. <laughs> and uh, the night that we we're going to do a debut um, blue dust, I'm in the locker room trying to spray paint these pajamas blue with like spray paint. Mm-hmm. 
And like, everybody's like, yo, go do that outside. <laughs> I was like fucking <laughs> is overcoming the whole fucking locker room. This is like, that's why I think you see, you know, spots where I missed and shit like that. And, yeah. but then when I went to WWE, I was like, Hey, uh, I pitched the idea for blue dust. I was like, uh, they're like, I was like, uh, do you want me to get new gear? Nah, just use what you used in ECW. I went, oh, really? You sure? <laughs> maybe I should uh, buy some new gear. You know, dropping hints. Yeah. Are you sure maybe we shouldn't get something? Maybe. Yeah. So I was like, all right. So I just got my original Blue Dust gear and got it updated with some airbrush. And uh, got the Looney Tunes patch on the front covered up with a BD, you know, the yeah. initials and stuff like that. And that was, that was, that was about it. So, and unfortunately I've sold off all that gear. So, which was, seemed like a good idea at the time, but now I'm just like, fuck, I wish I would have kept on, held on to some of that, you know? Wait, you, 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 I try not to be a hoarder, which I totally am. And, uh, like the things I, I, you know, you're like, oh, I gotta clean up this color. Let me solve all this stuff. And I sell it. And then like, I still have clutter. Yeah. And I was just fucking shit. I wish I would have kept the blue dust robe and stuff like that. But oh well, what are you gonna do? I was just thinking as you're saying that I'm like Courtney and I have been have been like seriously cleaning out stuff recently because it's like we just have all this shit and it's like it's just here, you know. Like what yeah. are we doing with it? You know, I like it's just we've been like I think this past three weekends or four weekends we've just been like clearing out everything and, and yard sailing and just being like, fuck it. Just somebody come and pick this shit, shit up for free. But you're right. It's like, as soon as I turn around, it's like, there's more shit. I'm like, where did this all come from? Like, where, <laughs> how did I collect all this crap? You know? And then when you go to clean the, the mess you make cleaning is worse than the mess you originally fucking had. It's like, what the fuck? <laughs> what happened? Where did this what come did, from? What do, what do we do? <laughs> <laughs> this is exponentially worse. I immediately regret this decision. What yes. the fuck? <laughs> Meanie. Yes, sir. And gentlemen across the nation, I have a urgent message for you, sir. What is that? This episode is brought to you by Manscaped, the brand that took your balls to space, is now launching them into the ultrasphere, introducing the Lawnmower 5.0 Ultra, featuring a new cutting edge design and next generation dual skin safe blade heads for different shades. It's pretty much a spaceship that takes your boys downstairs to the next level. Join the 9 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with their brand new the Lawnmower 5.0 Ultra by going to manscaped.com and getting 20% off plus free shipping with the promo code MINDMEANY. High tech for low places, Manscaped. Meanie, I want to know about your experience with this brand new product. How is it helping you with the little blue guys? When it comes to the 5.5.5.5.5.5.0, the blue meanie and the uh, the little meanies are looking 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 smooth, to say the least. Uh, then the 5.0 is the next level of ingenuity by uh, Manscaped and making men look good and feel good when they're with their uh, with their special loved ones. You know, meaning I, I, uh, I can tell you that every guy, at least I know too as well, uh, I know how scary it is when I'm down there uh, trying to get a close shave uh, below the waist. And that's why I trust Manscaped for all of those sensitive places, including around Little John and the East Side Boys. And I'm lucky to be one of the first to try the new Lawnmower 5.0 Ultra and say, to say it's a game changer, meaning that's an understatement. Manscaped's fifth generation trimmer features two 
next-gen interchangeable skin-safe blade heads. A standard trimmer blade for taking a little off the top and a new foil blade to go for that smooth finish wherever your heart desires. No more wet shaving down there? Count me the hell in here. This bad boy also features dual LED spotlights to provide contrast on multiple skin tones so you can shed some light on your darkest places, if you know what I mean. We're talking three length setting combs for all your desired lengths. And oh, Mimi, did I mention this part? Did I mention to you that it's waterproof? Check you out. <laughs> Taking it on the go too. Manscaped has you covered. This puppy comes with a travel case and even a travel lock feature to avoid any accidental powering and or weird looks at the airport because Lord knows you don't need that going through PHL any time of day. This right here is on the cutting edge of cu- the cutting edge rather of cutting pubes. Upgrade your ball trimmer and your life will follow. So go right now to manscaped.com and get 20% off plus free shipping with the promo code mind meanie. That's right. It's 20% off plus free shipping with the promo code mind meanie your balls have had have been through enough this year it's time to go ultra with manscaped and we thank them for sponsoring the program good lord no man man. not pleasant at all not not in any way shape or form but no i mean it's i i'm looking at i'm going back into the uh Onto the old Google machine here, and I'm pulling up some pictures of you at uh, the St. Valentine's Day massacre, and I see the BD on your your the left part of your chest here. So, um, yeah, I would just cover up the Looney Tunes patch, <laughs> like Foghorn Leghorn, and it was like the whole gang of Looney Tunes or whatever. But I bet oh, I was trying to find stuff to wear with this outfit, but mm. it's it's hard to give me. It's hard to tell online anymore. Like. I could buy this. I could get here and not fit. And I'm screwed. Yep. Yeah, you're probably better off. You're better off just doing it right. You know, getting it all done right yeah. now before you go in. So got the robe. Yeah. And uh, the face paint and the, the wig. So that'll, that'll it'll look good. Yeah. It'll look, it'll, it, 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 it's a nice uh, opportunity to uh, do something different and give the fans a different look than the, what I've been doing. So. If you, uh, uh, tickets are still available right now. I want to give us a quick plug. Uh, Icons of Wrestling Convention and Fan Fest, uh, Saturday, October 18th from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. at the 2100 or the thir- yeah, 2300 rather arena uh, in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Go to iconsofwrestling.net and get your tickets today. Uh, lots of great talent at this, uh, this show this year. So uh, make sure you head out over there. Um, any chance of you ever doing like a blue dust? Like action figure or wrestle buddy or anything like that? Is that anything that you guys have talked about, or is that something that you'd like to do? I haven't t- thought about it. I haven't talked about it, mm-hmm. but it's not out of the question. I believe I, I would. I would think. Yeah. But uh, you know, it is what it is. It's it's, it's a nice opportunity to uh, bring back a character I have I haven't done since St. Valentine's Day Massacre. So yeah, yeah. So yeah, I haven't done that thing that character since then so you know it'll be fun looks like it's going to be a good time looking forward to it and one thing i'm not looking forward to because uh shackleford brought it up because he's here in the chat um Uh, he brought up that we shit the bed last night and um i guess we'll talk about that a little bit today pal i know we don't want to but that's why i'm a little what's the what's the word downtrodden yeah is that a word that's a word yeah 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 so uh we went to uh, my buddy me and Mrs. Meanie went over to Donnie Bev's last night to watch the playoff game, and 
Phil's Diamondbacks, and it's like, uh, just they had a chance to win the game, and the fucking bullpen coughed it up. But um, as much as I talked, as much as I talked about how good they were doing, he got acknowledged to bed. So yeah, so uh, they lost game three, and then last night was game four. Fucking, uh, they had the five two lead. Got down to, and then Ken Diamondbacks made it five three, and then uh, Craig Craig Kimbrell uh, shit the bed. Yeah, he, uh, yeah. I, so as, as good as he was, it's just like, oh come on, man. But then you know, uh, I don't want to sound like a fucking Cowboys fan here, but the fucking the umpires were fucking horrible the last two fucking games, like. There's a there's like like a there's a Twitter account um, umpire audit or yeah. something like that like totally like I'm biased or whatever and they're like so they said this was a check swing and the guy's fucking bats all the way across like fucking home plate yes like that. I saw I think I messaged you about that I was like that was a full fucking swing across that plate there was no yeah. no discrepancy whatsoever about that none yeah but then it comes down to last night. Um, Diamondbacks go up a run. Uh, Marsh is up at the the plate, and he's a guy who walks most. Uh, he he walks a lot because he's got great vision. And there's there's pitches last and there were clearly balls, and they're yeah. calling them strikes. And he didn't swing because there was going to be a ball, and they called the strikes. Like what the fuck? So the next batter up is Kyle Schwarber. He comes up. Fucking, uh, it's a double, and I'm sitting there going, "Motherfucker!" If Marsh was on base, that would have been he. He would have he would have came home and tied at least tied the game up again. Mm-hmm. You know, but it is what it is. Uh, again, I don't want to sound like a fucking Cowboys fan blaming the umps or the refs or whatever. Every time a fucking Cowboys have a shitty game, can't oh can't beat the refs. Meanwhile, the fucking national fucking play-by-play people aren't saying, you know, oh, look at this, look at mm-hmm. that, you know. But, uh, yeah, the fucking umpiring has been fucking horrible. But uh, hopefully tonight they, uh, you know, get a win and then uh, go back to Philly and finish it out. Yep. You know, hopefully. Yeah, they had a chance to win last night so by the, the fucking bullpen. Holy shit. Oh, man. But uh, who's on tonight? Who's bitching? Um, and Shackleford, if you can if you can fact check us, too, in real time while we're here, uh, just trying to see who's in the bullpen tonight. It's game five, right? Yeah, not Nola. Let's see who's starting tonight. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm hoping by the time you hear us next week, you know, we'll, uh, we'll have some good news. But, um, you know, again, it's... Was... Unfortunate um, was not not what I expected. You know, it's like, oh, they're up. This is great. You know, they 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 went ahead and everything looks good. And all you're like, oh fuck, that whole you just feel so deflated. You know, just yeah. Well, the bullpen's been their fucking strength. You know, and it's you know, I just I don't know what the deal is. So it's just like it's it was just weird. It was a weird yeah. setting situation. The fans in Arizona are just weird. Yeah. Oh, cheesesteaks suck. Wow, yeah. dude. Righteous. Wow, 
Sick burn. Oh, man, get some fucking lotion and some water for that burn. Oh. For those who at home who uh, hadn't seen it, yeah, there, there's a photo on Instagram. An Arizona Diamondback fan with a sign in the credit say cheesesteaks suck, which, wow. Man. Whoopee. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. How am I supposed to live after that? What am I going to do? Have to reevaluate my life. <laughs> uh, looks like it's Zach Wheeler and Zach Gallen are uh, back for Philadelphia and Arizona tonight. Uh, so Wheeler's good. So he, uh, I'm ho- I'm confident for a win tonight. Yeah. So I feel like that's kind of their their mo though in Philadelphia. It's like they lose. They have these really difficult loses, and the, or really difficult. Yeah, listen to me, loses really difficult Lose. loses. Um, losses rather because that's english um and then they come back with a vengeance and then it's you know they crush them so i'm hoping that's uh i'm hoping that's the case here it would be it would be the shits to to see them you know lose on their home field but um you know like i said schwarber's bomb last night was great that was a fucking great home run um well that fucking stadium yeah or ballpark that fucking toaster that they fucking play in. <laughs> the Walmart overflow lot number three. Yeah. <laughs> Sto- Amazon warehouse storage uh, facility. They have um, like a, they have a humidor in there. That fucking. <laughs> fucking. I've never heard. I heard that. And I went, did they what? They do what now? What are humidors for like cigars or something like that? Yeah. I thought it was a joke. The fuck, the man! Whole, the whole team's got a fucking humidor, so the like the balls don't go as far. Which was it? You were telling me like before uh, in the green room before we went live that uh, like if they didn't have that humidor, Schwarber's fucking home run last night probably would went a lot farther. Well, like yeah, one of the guys that I hang out with, this guy Kyle, was telling me last night. He was like. Uh, his Schwarber's home run, how far he hit that ball, would have been, it's equivalent to him hitting into like the upper, upper decks of Citizens Bank Park. And because the way this arena is, or yeah, listen to me, the arena, the warehouse is set up, it's like, it, the ball, it's incredibly difficult to get the ball even into the outfield, you know, far enough, let alone to get a home run. So, um, yeah, it's it's definitely like it's the, 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 it's just a weird place to play from what whatever from all accounts. I've never been there, but I have friends who have gone, and they're like, yeah, it's like basically like a, a storage warehouse. It just it's this weird feeling inside of there, you know. So, yeah, that that just that whole vibe is weird, and like the the stadium's supposed to be supposedly like falling apart out there, where they have a retractable roof but they can't open up the roof because like they're afraid if they open it one more time, they won't be able to get shot (laughs) the cables or something like that. Shocking. They want a new stadium and the state won't pay for it. Mm -hmm. It's it's, it's fucking weird, man. That's like, how old is the stadium out there? Let me see. I'm pulling it up. 1998. It doesn't seem that old. Yeah. That's, to be in that, that that much of disrepair, you know? I mean, Jesus Christ, the vet was open in what, the 70s? And they knocked it down in the early 2000s? And that thing only, I think, could have gone probably another, like, 10, 20 years the way that thing yeah. was built. Some upkeep. Yeah. Yeah, put a little, put a little uh, 
fresh paint of coat on there, some duct tape in the bathrooms. Yeah, it's weird that the fucking Citizens Bank Park here in Philadelphia is almost going to be like 20 years. Crazy, isn't it? I, I think, what was it open, 2004 maybe? I think, well, no, I, uh, let me see. Let's go to the old wiki page here. Um, opened in April 3rd, 2004. Yep. Nice. Crazy. Look at, look at the brains on me. <laughs> You were good. That's why they call the show the mind of the meanie, sir. Um, yeah. yeah, no, yeah, this is uh, crazy. Got to go back to the game soon. I got to take the kids. They were like, oh, if they get to the, the series, can we go? I was like, um, uh, I don't know about that, brother. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know about that, brother. Dude, fucking tickets for the Arizona game was $16. <laughs> I sent you the screenshot of my degenerate friends and I. We were talking about buying tickets for the Arizona game so that no one was sitting in the seat. So <laughs> 15 bucks a pop. Let's do it. Dude, I'll buy fucking 10 tickets. Yeah, why not? Fuck it. It's going to be worth it to see those empty seats in that stadium. Fuck it. Yeah. Dude, that, that ballpark was fucking empty last night. Yes, it was. Yes, it fucking was. And you know tonight is going to be... Wild. It's going to be a raucous affair in Philadelphia tonight. Yes. God, I love the city. I love this city so much. <laughs> it's so good. There's nothing like living here. There's nothing like being a part of this. And, like, you don't even have to, like, the best part is, is, like, you don't even have to, like, be a sports, like a, like a Phillies follower the entire season. It's like everybody yeah. gets caught up in Red October, and it's just, like, the more insane and the more random things that happen, the better. And everybody's just fully on board with it. And I just I just love it so much. I can't get enough of it. So um uh, what a rowdy fucking bunch of ball <laughs> I just can't believe Citizens Bank Park is twenty years old. You blew my whole fucking mind with that, man. Yeah. <sighs> Crazy. I hope they keep that thing forever. Just do, yeah. do some up. That's all. That and the link. I've actually I've only like I said, I've only been to the link once for the Springsteen concert, but um and I think it had just opened around that time. Um, they're both really nice. Like they really did a nice job with both of those stadiums. So, yeah. Um, let me see. When was the link open? I think that was a three, wasn't it? 2003. Yeah. August 3rd, 2003. I remember watching them. I went down and watched them, uh, blow up that stadium. Oh yeah. That was interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I can't even imagine, man. It was probably a wild experience, but <laughs> I, uh, I, I just, when they- when they blew up the vet, it was so weird. It's like they they blew it up, and then like the smoke from the vet blew over Lincoln Financial Field, like almost like Blessing a goodbye. Him. Yeah. <laughs> when did they knock the spectrum? Now I'm curious. Now I want to. Now I want to ask. I'm going to find out about the spectrum. I think it was like 2011 or two, no 2009. Well, because it sat like didn't it sit vacant for a while, and then they knocked it down. I went to the last concert there, which was Pearl Jam. That's right. And which was on Halloween. Yeah. 2009. It came out as Devo. Fucking did uh, Whip It. Oh, no shit. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Uh, let me see. Yeah, it was. Spectrum was. When was this built? 19, uh, 1967 it opened. It renovated in 1986, and then they, they demolished it in 2010. So. Yeah, crazy man. Um, now, like I said, I I I'm not a fan of that Arizona uh, uh, stadium 
warehouse, whatever the fuck. But uh, I have a hopefully good feelings for tonight, and uh, hopefully we will win, and hopefully we will be talking about a hopeful World Series appearance again for the second year in a row. Hopefully, sir, <laughs> Mr. Meany. Hopefully, yeah. Hopefully, yeah. Just, I'm being uh, cautiously optimistic because I want to be the jinx. That's me. You know, yeah. <clears throat> nice two games. I was like, what the fuck did I do to fucking jinx? Like, if you're a Philadelphia sports fan, you automatically think it was your fault that you repositioned yourself on the couch to fucking <laughs> mush the fucking team into fucking losing. But, yeah. But, uh, yeah. Uh, we will be watching and uh, I'll be curled curled up in the uh, fetal position the whole time. So yep. we shall see. Not, move, <laughs> not moving, not doing anything. No, um, no, it's been, uh, you know, it's, it's just, it's disappointing, man. When they, when they, it, everything seems to be going so well. And then all of a sudden it just, it shits the bed. Um, how about the Eagles? Anything new on them? How are they looking? Yeah, they're all right. They're all right. Yeah. Uh, Oh, they got the Kelly Green game coming up. Oh, right. So I'm pretty. I wish. Sorry, folks, for making this fucking yeah. Philly centric again. <laughs> but uh, they're bringing back the Kelly Green jerseys this week, or the outfit, the uniforms are going. They're going to have helmets too. And but I wish they didn't. We weren't doing it against the fight. I wish it was like they're doing it like against rivals. Yeah. Yeah, you know, they're doing it against the Miami Dolphins, which is like, eh, you know. Couldn't, couldn't he save the Kelly Greens for the fucking Cowboys or Giants or whatever Washington is this week? Um, <laughs> whatever name they chose. Yeah. Yeah. Those outfits are going to be fucking amazing. It's in prime time, too. So it'll be interesting. But uh, fucking Eagle signed fucking Julio Jones was interesting. But we'll see how that works out. Yeah. yeah. What's his deal? Uh, he's with Tennessee for a little bit. Uh, some people say his best days are behind him, but uh, you're bringing him in to be a number three. Add some depth. Can't hurt one year contract. You know, see what he's got. You know, AJ and Devontae are going to, you know, the fucking one and one A. And then you got yeah. Dallas Scott. So I guess Julio adds some depth, you know, spread out the field a little bit. Hey, uh, what I'm thinking about, mm-hmm. uh, and I'm the shits with watching current product anymore, but I guess yeah. Sting announced his uh, retirement. That is actually here in my notes. I was going to ask you about that. Uh, since you brought up Sting with the face paint, he did. Uh, he, I guess it was last week or earlier this week, he announced that he is going to have his final match at AEW Revolution at 2024. Um, there's a really great interview piece that uh, a friend of the show, Cameron Hawkins, did uh, for The Ringer with Sting. Um, that's just incredible stuff. If you get a chance to go check it out, you, you definitely should go out of your way to read it. And, um, you know, there's been some conversation about Sting and what he's going to do with his last match. And, oh, is it going to be a singles match? And, like, Sting's been clear that he wants it to be with a tag team match with Darby Allen. So um, how are you feeling about, uh, what's your thoughts, rather, I should say, on, on Sting's uh, retirement announcement? Uh, God bless him, man, for going this long. I mean, he's been wrestling since the eighties, you know, I was a teenager watching him wrestle. Mm-hmm. I got to see him uh, wrestle on TV, wrestle in person. 
uh, you know, got to do some events and you know, conventions and stuff like that with him. And, uh, and, and, and to see that, how well, yeah, has to see him going this long, still doing as well. It's really cool. I mean, dude's in his fucking sixties. Yeah. 62 maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think he's, and, I think he just turned 62. Yeah. Uh, dude, I know how my body feels. So it's just like, Jesus Christ. So uh, just the fact that he's been going this, this long, this, this, this going this hard, this long, it's been pretty cool. And you know, it's, it's cool. That he's, he's doing tags, Yeah, you know, this a little bit safer. I'm a, you know, i most of my career has been a, in tag teams. So I'm a, I like tag team matches. You know, there's a little bit extra special, but, uh, yeah, just the, the fact that he, um, there's a date set. Yep. Uh, like I guess you said he, he wants to wants to be in a tag match with Darby. Yep. And uh, just a matter of figuring out who. Yeah. You know, who uh, <clears throat> who's going to be that the uh, the person to uh, have Sting's final match, which is it, it's a big decision. Yeah, I think I think you honestly know? one of my one of my I think probably my favorite, I guess use of a legend if you will in AEW has been what they've done with Sting and Darby Allen. I just felt like like it just right off the bat it was like okay this feels like the right pairing, you know. It feels like the right thing to do. They're utilizing Sting in a way that is keeping him safe but also allowing him to show that he can still go. Um and I think uh I think that was that that's been the right call from the very beginning. And I've always enjoyed watching Sting. I mean, you know, like you said I I can remember Sting. I remember watching Surfer Sting as a kid. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, watching him evolve into this, the crow character and, you know, everything else has been an, an incredible career. Um, and he's got a lot to be proud of, but, um, it'll be, it's definitely going to be weird saying like, Oh yeah, sting isn't wrestling anymore. <laughs> like, like, Oh yeah, he's yeah. done, you know, but, um, yeah, I, I, who would you, I mean, anybody in particular that you would think would be, uh, would be good for his last match on the current I mean, roster. Oh, Muda retired, right? So yeah, I, I would definitely would. Yeah, Muda would have been that Sting Muda feud was fucking phenomenal. Yeah, dude. I would treat that whole show like almost like a slamboree show and bring out like see who get they could get like from Sting's past just to come out and yeah be be spectators and and watch you know yeah as far as um you know like a send off you know. But uh, yeah, I, me Muda would have been number one. I don't know who who they, especially with it being a tag team. I'm not sure who's who's available right now. Mm-hmm. So yeah, but I, uh, maybe Jericho. I don't know if Jericho. It's, I know there's been talk of it being something Chris Jericho being involved in it, but you know, I'd rather almost oh. like you said, I'd rather be like a slamboree or even like a star starcade kind of feel. You know. Yeah, yes, the, the celebration of Sting. Mm-hmm. Uh, what, what what's the event that the, the the last match is going to be at? Uh, AEW Revolution uh, next year, which is let me pull up the dates here as we're looking. Uh, March fifth, twenty twenty four, is where that retirement will be. Yeah, uh, I, that would have been nice to just have like a show named after Sting. Yeah. You know. For sure, maybe they'll. They'll. I'm sure they'll incorporate something into this. Yeah, it just did a show that was a tribute to uh, Inoki. Was it Wrestle Dream or something like that? Yes. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, if he, I mean, if it's going to be Sting's last match, you know, it would have been cool to have like a show named after him or something like that, just as a send off. But, you know, kudos to Sting, man, for uh, doing it that long, you know. You see, you see, you see careers coming and careers go, and he's been pretty good. So, I mean, 85, 86, he's been, he's gone bait and been always been involved somehow. He's uh, November. His debut was November twenty fifth, nineteen eighty five. He has been wrestling for as long as I have been alive. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, I was eighty five. I was twelve. Wow. So imagine that. You know, he was twenty six when he started wrestling. Wow, I didn't even notice that. I didn't even know that. I'm just doing the quick math here and I'm just like, oh my God, I forgot. Like, it's just crazy like that he's been going so long, man. And it's just, he just, he seems to always have this really incredible way to like reinvent himself and bring the bring new life to the character, bring new, you know, breathe new air into it. And, and it's just, I think again, like we, we've talked about this before. I think one of the, one of the things I think that, that for me I feel like the, the biggest, one of the biggest missed opportunities was um, Sting and The Undertaker uh, when he was finally, yeah. he was finally with WWE. It was just like, and you know, everybody's like, oh, we, you know, and I think in Cam's article too, he talks about it. He was like, they, Sting was ready. He was pitching it. And then in, during the pandemic, he was like, we, we should do the cinematic match because, you know, I, if he's not as physically able to do this and I'm obviously not cleared to wrestle, like we can definitely make this happen. And, they just weren't cinematic match would have been awesome. <laughs> it would have been, you know, it's like, oh man, we, you know, we, we're not going to get them in the ring, but like Christ, it could have been something, you know? Yeah. So I was a big fan of cinematic matches. Yeah. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with them. It's, it's different. <laughs> the Firefly Funhouse is the best one of the, of the set, but you know, there's nothing, there's nothing wrong with that. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's exciting to see him, uh, you know, it's exciting to see him, um, be able to go out on his own terms, you know, a lot like edge. I know there's been conversation about edge and like, Oh, he's, 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 he's a term no, code and this, that, blah, blah, blah. but yeah. now edge and sting, that would be interesting. That's not a bad edge. Turn heel. Even if it's baby face, baby face, you know, just a dream match, you know, it's actually not a bad idea. Yeah. Yeah. I choose you, you know, Sting goes, you know, I choose you and chooses Edge to be his, one of his final opponents. But hmm. That's not a bad idea. It probably won't happen. So <laughs> we just try to speak it into existence and it's not working. Yeah. Um, no, like I said, it's like most things. It's dope, man. It's uh, it's it's cool that he's like I said, it's 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 amazing that he's going to uh, be able to close it out on his own. And that's, that's, a, that's always a good thing to watch, you know, yeah. people who you didn't think were, like I said, I mean, he, the, the, what they, what we understood was that he was never going to wrestle again. He was done. And now he's got this entirely new lease on life here. And, you know, I'm excited. To see well, there was next. a scary moment with against Seth Rollins when, yeah. they, uh, you know, he took that fucking buckle bomb, which I hate. Oh God, I know. <sighs> you're falling and you're, you're falling blind into the turnbuckles. Like, Oh, and he, yeah, you know, there was a scare where he say they thought he was paralyzed. Or not, you know, he couldn't feel his legs or something like that. Yeah, that was scary. Yeah. 
And then uh, you're like, okay, this thing's done. But then he comes back and it's like, oh, shit. All right. And then, uh, you know, we didn't get the Undertaker match we had hoped for. And he, he joins AEW and here we are. Yep. The, the final match now. So it'll be interesting to see who they get. You know, Meanie. What's that, Adam? We hear this a lot. Every CBD company tells you that their product is the best. With quality control measures like lab testing and QR codes now becoming the standard, it can start to seem like all CBD brands are the same, but I'm here to tell you something, meaning they are not. Knowing what makes certain brands better will help you spend your money more wisely and have more confidence as you incorporate CBD oils, topicals, capsules, or gummies into your own wellness routine. And that's why we're proud to partner with Green Road CBD as an official sponsor of Mind of the Meanie. And Meanie, I know you're a longtime user of Green Road CBD. How has Green Road CBD helped you in your life? Let me tell you, Green Road CBD is, is a product I've been using for years. And uh, when we started Mind of the Meanie, I always was, was like, let's get Green Roads as a, as a sponsor because I use them almost daily, uh, whether it's the gummies you know, to take care of the aches and pains of 30 years of, of wrestling, the topical solutions uh, that help my knees, help my back, help my elbows, help my shoulders. Green Road CBD has done everything to help me maintain uh, a pain-free existence from all the years of wear and tear as a professional wrestler. And to me, Meanie, that sounds like the Green Road's difference. And it comes down to a really few important points. They're just part of the reason that they've won industry awards year after year earned thousands of five-star reviews and have heard countless stories from customers just like you about the impact that those products have had on your life. So Green Roads is led by a, com a compounding pharmacist with 25 years of experience helping her community getting healthy. For her and the entire company, it's more than just a job. It's a mission. And not all hemp sourcing is equal, meaning I'm not sure if you're aware of that. But they select, mm -hmm. our, they select their hemp from high-quality American farms. And also, not all lab testing is equal, which is why they use an accredited independent lab to conduct full panel tests on every single batch. And that's why Green Roads is an original manufacturer, not just a quote-unquote white-label brand. So right now, you can go to greenroads.com, Meanie, and save 25% off of your entire purchase. Wow. 25% off of everything, Meanie. That's huge. And all you have to do is go to their website right now, greenroads.com, and use promo code MEANIE at checkout. It's 25% off your entire purchase by using promo code MEANIE at greenroads.com. Own the day with Green Road CBD, and we thank them for sponsoring the program. I am excited to see where, where what comes from here. Uh, but I also, I want to know, uh, coming from, from this, this part of the show, Meanie, I want to yes. know, uh, sir, a question for you. Uh, and what would that be? Are you ready to ask, Meanie? I would love to. It's time to ask Meanie anything. Ask me something! Yeah, who calls? I can't remember what regular air smells like. Don't forget, tweet us your questions using the hashtag AskMeanie, and you may hear them on the program. Meanie, what you got today? In your bag of goodies. Uh, now that I remembered my uh, seltzer, I got a Canada Dry Mandarin Orange. Ooh, there you go. That's a nice one. And, and I have I have this uh, sparkling frost, the uh, the um, generic sparkling ice shit from Aldi. I have a pink grapefruit that I'm enjoying here, and I'm going to crack this open with the bluest mini on three, one, 
to. There it is. There we go. Mm, oh, it smells so good. I've been fucking actually dying to take a sip of this. <laughs> Pinky's up. Oh, yeah. We're hardcore. We're hardcore. That a boy. That's the kind of stuff you get from us here at Mind of the Meaning. We are the, the hardcorest of hardcores. That's what we do. Um, yes. That's how we roll. <laughs> Captain Spoopy Juice at, at, <laughs> at Primetime Grape wants to know, what would the worst seltzer be that you'd give someone as a gag gift? Ooh. Worst seltzer. What would be the worst flavored oh, seltzer? Yeah, that's probably a better one. I mean, uh, besides shit. Yeah, literal like human shit. Yeah, that would... like here's a shit flavored seltzer. Um, here's barf. Maybe there it is. Liver and onions, maybe. Uh, yeah, liver. Like that was like the worst food as a kid. I mean, supposedly it's good for you. But my my grandfather would cook up liver. I'm just like, oh. yeah, you no know? thanks. Hard pass from me on that one. My dad used to we he would fuck with us and get it at the restaurant and be like, oh, I want liver and onions. Or like, are you kidding me? Why You're would you paying do this? restaurant money for liver? What's wrong with you? And he'd just sit there and eat the that's, whole thing, man. And fucking that's a self rib right there. Uh, what would the what what would be the worst that you could give as a gag? Um, it'd be like popcorn flavored. Um, vom- yeah. vomit is probably one. Um, I think I actual. I had a key, it was like a kiwi something that was disgraceful. Um, it like, how about this? How about this? Uh, toothpaste and orange juice. There it is. <laughs> you ever brush your, drink orange juice after you brush your teeth? Oh, god, make that a fucking seltzer. Oh man, a chocolate milk and after a Big Mac, dude. Fuck that. Ew. <laughs> I've never heard of that kind. Oh, man. Yeah, nasty. Can you imagine? Oh, I know it's going to go great with this Big Mac. It's a fucking big glass of chocolate milk. <laughs> Jesus Christ. What the fuck is wrong with you? I'm fat, and what? I wouldn't even fucking do that, you know? <laughs> Make it stop. That's <laughs> we gag into the mics. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that, dude. Um, man, I'm like, I can't even like the 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 flavor profiles of each of those those things are so unique, and to think of them in in combination in tandem together, yeah. oh, good fucking god, man. Yeah. Now, what was it? Well, actually, no, like a legit flavor that I had recently of the sparkling ices. They have the. I'm a big lemonade guy. Like, I love the lemonade flavors and all that, and. They had a peach lemonade, which I was like, oh, this is probably going to taste pretty solid, you know, because like peach and whatever. Yeah. It did not translate well. It did not come over well in the in the in the seltzer profile. That's, that's disappointing. It's like, oh, this is not what I wanted it to be. Like, I'll drink it, but I'm like, oh, I not not pleased. Um, so, yeah, maybe that would be the one I would give um, or, or barf. Uh, <laughs> Oh, uh, Mark and Dryden. What's up, Mark? Uh, wants to know, yeah, did, Mark. did you two see the Gunter versus Bronson Reed match this week on raw? And what were your thoughts? Uh, I have not, I guess I'm the shits with watching Kurt product right now. 
Um, was, was there like a big hullabaloo about it, or like it was? Um, it was the intercontinental match, and um, I guess it was just because it was two big meaty men slapping meat. Um, Bringing meat. It was just fucking a meat slapping affair. Um, it was uh, no, I mean it was good. Like it was impressively good. Um, I thought Gunter looked sharp as usual, and Bronson Reed is definitely a force. I can see why he's one of Hunter's guys. Um, I thought it was a, I, I thought it was a great matchup, and I think eventually, right, like the way they sort of seem to be playing, because they are, they're really fucking leaning in hard, man, to the CM Punk stuff, right, like. What, what did I miss this week? Uh, so uh, what was it? So they posted a photo of Los Angeles night uh, looking at Roman Reigns uh, with the glasses. <laughs> he's got uh, he's got you can see Roman Reigns in his glasses and uh, WWE posted it. And it was like, you know, iconic or whatever it was. And then the USA Network writes, look in his eyes. What do you see? And it's like, <laughs> come on, guys. Like you guys you, like this is fucking crazy. you got nakamura doing the go to sleep you got Corey graves spitting out his fucking catchphrases now you got the usa network doing this shit come on we're not stupid oh man uh not to get off topic but um, i watched like a 45 minute video on youtube of uh when wrestlers break character and just start laughing and all the fucking uh oh what's his name Sammy Zayn fucking popping oh, yeah. it. He's not feeling too oozy. Yeah. <laughs> you just see the fucking bloodline just fucking covering their face, you know. So it puts his fucking towel over his face. And just, yep. That was good shit. He said Sammy was saying that that was his goal was to get Solo to crack. And he got him, I think, once or twice. But the the best part of that whole that whole segment was Jay was like just hanging on for dear life, trying to not pop in the ring. Cause he got Roman. You can see them all just start, right? Like Roman yeah. starts. You can see Jimmy in the back, just like pissing himself. Paul is laughing and Jay is just literally doing everything he can to hold on to it. And then you see him cover his face and he dips off and Roman's like, no, 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 no. Come here. <laughs> fucking pulling him back on live TV as he's like pissing himself with laughter. But yeah, man, that was a special time, dude. That was, that was a lot of fun. Um, what, uh, uh, yeah, but I mean, as far as like Bronson, um, Bronson Reed, I feel like whatever they're planning post Seth Rollins uh, holding onto the big gold belt, um, whether Gunther loses the IC title to whoever it is, um, I would imagine like Gunther's either going to probably lose it to, oh. if I had to guess, man, I would say probably it, I, I, I would not be surprised seeing it go to Bronson. Um, I could also see Chad Gable winning the title. Yeah. Um, I would not be opposed to that in any way, shape, or form. Because um, it seems like what's going to happen is they're going to put that U.S. title on Logan Paul. And uh, their <laughs> shit's going to hit the fan real quick. But um, he's not bad. No. But he, he's an attraction. And it's nuclear heat, right? They're trying, to, they're trying to get people to talk. And, you know, it's great. They'll get fucking, they'll get people oh, yeah. to talk. Yeah, and they'll get, they'll get mainstream publicity with him having that belt. Um yeah, Bronson or Chad Gable would probably be the two I would. And then I feel like what they've been doing is really setting up this nice little like mid-card event, right? 
we're all like Champ is into involved in it, and and Johnny Gargano, and like there's a whole bunch of these different names that are coming up and being involved in the IC picture. And it's a really like it feels really full now, right? Because like for so many years, it felt like the IC title and the and the United States title were just like there, right? Yeah. And now that Hunter is really like kind of sunk his teeth into the creative, it feels like they're really making these things really special and making them important again. Um, so I think that's a for me that's that's I think going to be the next step. But um, no, I think Gunther's really being prepped for that big gold belt at least within the next like three or four months. Um, yeah. obviously if cousin Phil doesn't show back up because I think if cousin, <laughs> cousin Phil shows back up, he's getting that belt at WrestleMania. So, uh, Fun. so let's see. Uh, last question today. Uh, Matt from Dover wants to know, are you a Sixers fan? And if so, how do you feel about what's coming up this season? I am, but, uh, they're on the back burner. It's just like, you know, that, They've had chances to do good, good things, and just they can't seem to get past the fucking second round. And now everything going on with James Harden, yeah, it's just like you know what? I can't afford to invest my mental equity into that. Like if it's on W, they, you know, the local sports talk radio. If I if I'm listening to ninety four WIP, I'll listen. You know, because that's why I listen to you know my drives and stuff like that, and. But I can't afford to just fucking to dive into it the way I do. I do it with the Eagles and the, the Phillies, you know? Yeah. Maybe once the seasons are over, we'll have a little bit more bandwidth to do that. <clears throat> yeah. Excuse me, but right now I just... I only have so much room for so much fucking heartbreak, you know? <laughs> I only I can only handle so much at one time, y'all. I can't, yeah. I can't do it. But um, yeah. what I can do, meaning say yes. thank you for answering these thank questions you. every single week. And don't forget, like we said, tweet us your questions using the hashtag AskMeanie, and you may hear them on the program. Uh, so, Meanie, I want to thank you. I want to thank the Pod Squad as well Absolutely. for being a part of our wonderful morning today. And, uh, Meanie, I know uh, I know that you uh, <clears throat> we're wrapping up here, but I want to know where everyone can follow you and stay up to date on all things blue on social media. If you would like to follow the Blue Mini on all forms of social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, and now threads, at Blue Mini, BWO, on all forms of social media. Uh, if you would like to support the Blue Mini, go to ProWrestlingTees.com slash Blue Mini. If you want to support Mind the Mini, go to ProWrestlingTees.com slash Mind of the Mini. Colin Elbow, the wrestling brand. Go to colinelbowbrand.com. Use coupon code MEANI to support the blue MEANI. But you can also use coupon code MIND to support MIND at a MEANI and save 10% at colinelbowbrand.com. Uh, let, your, let your beard look and feel great thanks to madcatbeardcare.com. Go over to madcatbeardcare.com and you get the blue spruce beard oil and balm. Shout out to my boy, Josh Thornton. He's doing an amazing job over there. All proceeds take care, uh, go to take care of the feral cats in his neighborhoods. He rounds them up, takes them to uh, get, you know, feeling better and uh, releases them back in the wild. So shout out to Josh Thornton, man. Uh, doing an amazing job at madcarebeercare.com. The ultra pro wrestling video game coming to all major consoles in 2024. Uh, ultra pro wrestling contains not only original characters created by the awesome 
Al Haney, but many real world wrestlers, including myself and many others who I'm trying not to spoil. Go to ultraprowrestling.com or follow them on follow them on Twitter at UPW Video Game. That's UPW Video Game on Twitter and ultraprowrestling.com. The figure collections bone crushing wrestler series one variants of the blue mini are available right now. All series ones can be uh all series ones is dude, I can't read it. <laughs> what a shit day. Hey, uh all series ones can be ordered right now at shop.figurecollections.com. That's shop.figurecollections.com. Get yourself an old school blue meanie uh, variant or the BWO variant. Either way, you win. So, <laughs> shout out to my boy Jim Nelson over at glaciersofice.com. Jim made a three of three only handmade custom BWO Air Jordan 1 sneakers for Stevie Nova and myself. Each pair takes Jim about 50 hours per pair. We would love to see these lovely uh, works of art. Follow him on social media at G-O-I Kicks. That's G-O-I Kicks. You have the Blue Mini on your podcast. Go to podstars.net. That's P-O-D-S-T-A-R-Z dot net. Register your podcast and then book a uh, a session with the Blue Mini. I got one this afternoon. Uh, I will be doing very shortly. Uh, cameo.com slash blue mini BWO for birthdays, holidays, and well wishes. Go to cameo.com slash blue mini BWO and, uh, book a video today. It lets make somebody's day a little bit more brighter. One video at a time. But uh, most importantly, Mr. Bernard, where can we find you? Me? Well, thank you, sir. I appreciate that. You can find me on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, threads, and also Blue Sky. Uh, I'm starting to utilize that more. It looks like uh, things are operationally looking a lot better over there, Meanie. I know uh, I'm not sure if you're using that, but um, enjoying that. It feels it feels like a lot of the bugs and shit that were initially there are now gone. Um, so I'm excited to sort of dive in and, and not, you know, read all kinds of hellfire and brimstone all the time like I do on Twitter. But uh, you can follow me there at this is Goober. Yes, it's my handle. No, I'm not changing it. It's a brand, pal, so go check that out. Also, go check out uh, my second show, Foundation Radio, by going to foundationradio.net. Uh, you can get all my uh, upcoming shows there as well. Also, I want to give a shout-out to uh, a nice guy that I had a conversation with recently. His name is Tom. He has a uh, YouTube show called Tom Talks Rubbish. Uh, he and I had a wonderful conversation uh, recently, uh, so you can go check that out. It's on my social media. You can also give him a follow at Tom Talks Rubbish. Uh, great kid, uh, great interviewer, so go check that out. Uh, Brothers Gatter, you can go ahead and pick up your very first Adam Bernard Wrestle Buddy. Uh, you can go, uh, as the holiday season is coming up, if you want to hang out with me, if you want to beat the shit out of me, whatever you want to do, you can go get yourself one right now. Um, you can also go get yourself a blue mini wrestle buddy, and then mini, as you are aware, you can get a two pack. That's right, two pack, two pack of your favorite podcast hosts here. Uh, you get yourself your mind of the mini two pack at brothersgatter.com. The Feinberg method use promo code Goober and save up to 20% on your entire purchase. Uh, you, my trainer, Brad Feinberg, is ready to train you as well, not just physical, but mental well being. And you can go sign up today at thefeinbergmethod.com. Shout out to the homies again at the 10th Ward Barbershop in Lawrenceville on the outskirts of downtown Pittsburgh. Uh, shout out to Ryan Kane for making me look human again this past weekend. You can go get your appointments today at 10thwardbarbershop.com. 
ProWrestlingTees.com slash Foundation Radio. ProWrestlingTees.com slash Mind of the Meanie. Go get yourself a shirt today and keep the lights on at Casa de Meanie and the Barnard Home for Wayward and Troubled Youth. Patreon.com slash Mind of the Meanie. Sign up today and become a part of our pod squad. Tiers start at just $10. We want to thank Manscaped and Green Road CBD for sponsoring the program. And we appreciate you being here today listening with us as well. For the Blue Meanie. I am Adam Bernard. Join us again each and every week as we take a trip through the mind. Peace. This episode of Mind of the Meanie is hosted and executively produced by the Blue Meanie and Adam Barnard. It was mixed and engineered by Carl Pinnell. Additional narration is provided by the executive voice, Sam Kreps. That's me. Our intro music was performed by the Swamp Candles. Our outro music was performed by Chikara. Additional musical accompaniment is performed by Enrichment. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter, or X or whatever, at Mind of the Meanie, and become part of the pod squad by going to patreon.com slash mindofthemeanie. Find our entire show archive at mindofthemeanie.com. This has been a Butts Carlton Media Production. Butts Carlton Proprietor. That was Blue Millie's brain out.